How many of you guys have experienced something similar to this? So you have maybe an influx of new team members that all live very different lives, right? Maybe you've got, um, it's the first time maybe your, your team had recruited, you know, five to seven people in a month. And you are looking at this group of people, right? These, all these new recruits, these excited new team members, and you're, you're thinking about all of the opportunity ahead of you, but you're trying to figure out, right? You're trying to decide, how do I know who to work with, what to say to them, right? And how to develop business builders without leaving anyone out, right? Without making anyone feel left out. So if this is something that you feel like you are struggling with and you're trying to decide how do I prioritize mentoring business builders and kind of if you're looking for that permission slip and some actual, you know, tactical suggestions and things that I did in my business, then you are in the right place. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. A couple of things to consider before we jump into any like specific strategies is that, well, for starters, (laughs) the first thing I want to impress upon you and remind you of is that direct sales and network marketing in general, social retail, whatever you want to call it. It is a volunteer position, (laughs) right? You are not someone's boss. It is not your responsibility technically to equip them in order for them to have success, right? Every single person on your team including you, right? Anyone in this industry, if they want to have success, their success is not dependent upon you, right? Just like your success is not dependent upon any one person on your team. Now, having said that, right, we know, and you've heard me say that Zig Ziglar quote like thousands of times at this point, that if you help enough other people get what they want, you will get what they want. So the rate at which you achieve your goals will depend upon the amount of people that you help. So now that we know this, this concept of like, okay, I'm maybe you're recruiting personally, 
or your team is recruiting and just in general, your organization, no matter how big or how small, you know that your paycheck is going to increase with the success of others. And so when we look at, you know, this concept of, okay, I've got all of these people, you know, whether it's one or two or five or 50, you know, or 500, who, you know, however many people coming into the organization and you want to feel like, right, as the leader, you want to still meet people where they are, right? Like you still want to provide opportunities for growth for everyone, no matter what season they're in, no matter why they came to to your business or why they joined you in this business, right? You want to still feel like you can help the person who's like, you know what? I just want to get my products paid for, right? You want to help that person have success. And then you want to feel like you can help the person who says, I would love to make, you know, 500 to $1,000 a month you know, or a couple hundred bucks, you want to feel like you have the right strategies and tools to equip the person who says, I want to make $500 a month. Or maybe you've got people who are saying, I want, I'm all in, you know, I want to, I want to be serious about this. I want to take this to the top. You know, I want to replace my income or retire my husband or or invest in properties, or I want to travel the world and do this full time, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, you want to feel like you can support every single person that comes to your team. The reality is you are only one person. (laughs) I mean, I hate to break it to you. Okay. But you are one person and your time is your most precious asset. And so it is sometimes difficult when we have to decide, quote unquote, you know, who it is that gets our time and attention. Because, you know, we've got families, we've got responsibilities, we've got some of you work other jobs, you know, you might be struggle with your health, you might volunteer at your church, you have all these other things going on in life. And while we might see the potential in others, you have to make sure that you are very intentional about investing in people who are your true business builders. Like they are actually following through, right, on the things that you are asking them to do. (laughs) So we're going to talk today about kind of how you can ensure that everyone on your team, no matter why they're joining your business or your company or your organization, whatever, why they're joining you, right? Like no matter why you have something to support them. So I'm going to give you guys some actual examples of things that I have done to ensure that no matter why someone comes, right, that I am not feeling any sense of guilt or any like you know, struggle over someone else's business because I know that I have at least presented an opportunity. Now, whether they take advantage of the resources, whether they take advantage of the training, you know, whether they show up, that's on them. That's not on me, right? Like you, every single company out there, you have to be at least 18 years or older. From what I understand, I think you have to be over 18, right? So it's like you are an adult, you are responsible for your own success, 
I am just the one that gives you the tools. You know, that's like God did not make the table. God did not make the chair. God made the tree and we have to take it, right? And turn it into, right? Create the table, create the chair. We are not given, we're not just like handed everything on a silver platter, right? Instead, we have to take our skills, our gifts, the resources that we have and leverage them. And so your job as the recruiter and the leader is to point people in the direction of those resources, offer accountability to those that want it, and provide touch points and a community and connection. But it is not your job, right, for someone else. You know, you're not responsible for someone else's success. So I just wanted to, like, get that out of the way from the very beginning so that you're not feeling any sense of guilt or you know, struggle or anything because you're working with some people and not with others. Okay. So when I look back on, you know, my time as I was, especially specifically the year that I was like the top five in my company for developing leaders, I earned what's called a founder's award, which meant I had developed a lot of leaders that year. I believe it was 2018, if I remember correctly. 2018 or 2019, can't remember. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, The point is, it was because I was very intentional, but I had a place for everyone to fall into, right? Like a funnel. You have to look at it kind of like a funnel, right? It's like people join your team, they like sign up, and then you have to have somewhere to put them, right? Like, You can't just be like, yay, you signed up. Okay, good luck, right? Like it's pretty much guaranteed unless they are like one of the most motivated people out there, you could pretty much guarantee that nothing will come from their, you know, from from them joining your team. I mean, like you probably won't make any commission. They're probably not going to recruit anybody, sell anything, book any parties. Like none of that's going to happen if you just sign someone up and just, you know, say good, best of luck, right? now. There is like the one out of like a thousand people or like a one out of like a hundred or 500, whatever. I don't know the stats that the person is motivated enough. They don't need your help, but most people don't know what they don't know. And it is your job to kind of facilitate. We literally in our coaching program, Multiply 2.0, have an entire module focused on onboarding, like how to do it what to keep in mind, right? Like we have a whole system we share with you, lots of suggestions, tips, resources for onboarding. So if that is something that you are struggling with, it might be time to invest in Multiply 2.0. I'm just going to put that plug there because I feel like everyone can benefit from it. And um, yeah, so anyway. Uh, Okay, so once they've signed up and you've plugged them into some kind of onboarding system, all right, That is the, essentially the like baseline that everyone should go through. So this could look like a variety of ways. I'm not going to go too far into the weeds because that's something that we literally teach our clients and multiply, but you can have, um, for onboarding, you could have like a video recorded of you where it's like a 20 minute, you know, onboarding talking about you know, maybe your top five tips on how to have success. You could have a weekly new advocate or new consultant or new ambassador, whatever, or a weekly or monthly training, right? To help 
onboard anyone who is new to your team. You could have a Google Doc or an email sequence, right? There's like a million different things. You could do project broadcast where you're like texting out a text campaign, which I personally think would be my go-to. That's what I've done in the past um, because it's automated. You literally just plug people in <laughs> to it and go. Um, and then that way, you know that no matter what, every single person that joins your team is getting the exact same information, right? So you, it, it, my point is, just because you're funneling everyone through this system doesn't immediately mean they're all going to do the same thing, but you at least want to make sure everyone has access to the same thing. So usually whenever someone would join my team, I would say something along the lines of like, hey, you know, I'm so excited, you know, that you have jumped in on this business, you know, with uh, jumped into the business with me. And I would, you know, love to share with you all of the different opportunities. I don't want to overwhelm you. So I'm going to send you a couple of resources and things to either, you know, in the, I've done it a variety of ways, right? Some things to look over, something I'm going to tag you in a video on our team page to watch or, you know, whatever, right? However you do it. And then I say, you know, once you've had a chance to look it over, I want you to connect back with me again. And so the reason why I encourage this is because I want that, and I tell them, hey, I want, I don't, you know, your goals may change. You might have decided you want to start this business because of the products or maybe just earn a little bit extra income or have something fun. But you may hear about the different opportunities that I'm going to share in this video that you're going to watch and decide, hey, you know what? I think I want more. You know, there's more available and I want to take advantage of it or whatever. And so, you know, I always want everyone to at least, you know, in the past, I wanted everyone to at least have access to the same information. Now, not everyone's going to take advantage of it, right? But you need to have something, okay? Just kind of the baseline, like of a, the skeleton, like onboarding something, okay? So whether it's a text campaign, a video, a Google document, whatever it is, okay? Have something in place. And again, if this is something you're struggling with, Again, multiply 2.0, just saying, just saying. Um, so after that, though, usually within the first 30 days, I could tell you, not even the first 30 days, within the first week or two, I could tell you who are my business builders. Because based upon the rate at which they take action, right, and the success that they're having, tells me like the, you know, it tells me, okay, they're acting quickly, which means they're coachable. They're hungry. If they're having success, even if they don't tell me they're acting, but they're having success, I know they're acting, right? Because the numbers don't lie. If they're getting the sales, they're making the money, they're getting the recruits, you know, they're getting the bookings, whatever. I know they're acting because the results are a reflection of the actions. And so that tells me right away, okay, these are, this is someone I need to invest my time in and connect with. And so within this industry, when you look at all the different balls and all, you know, that you have to juggle and all the different responsibilities, you know, as your team grows, so do your responsibilities. And so I think when you think about how do I know how much time to invest into everyone, the best thing you can do is kind of look look through the lens of, okay, do I have something 
like a couple of things in place for everyone, right? So it's not excluding anyone, like everyone has access to it. All right. So this is for anyone on your team, whether they're a hobbyist, they want their products paid for, they, you know, just want a couple of extra hundred bucks a month, a thousand bucks a month, or a full-time income. It does not matter. You need to have a couple of things prepared for everyone. If you want to continue to build your team culture and to have this ability to prioritize business builders, a couple of things that you need to have in place. The first thing is a monthly, at least a monthly team meeting. You know, a lot of people are doing like a weekly, like a Monday, you know, motivation Monday or a momentum Monday or move. I've heard people call it move the needle Monday or mindset Monday, right? So you could, or like tip Tuesday, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, or meeting Monday, right? You could literally just like every Monday have a quick 20, 30 minute or an hour, whatever you want to do. Monday night or Monday morning meeting, you know, um, because when you're doing something like that, you're staying in, in front of everyone. Now, that might be a lot for some people, okay? You might be like, you know what? I don't want to be on Zoom every single Monday night. So depending on the size of your organization and your team, if you have a large organization, you could schedule it out where you know, all the leaders are taking turns leading the Monday night calls. But if your team is not quite there yet and not that big, it might be that you do a monthly meeting or a, you know, every other week, every other Monday or something, you know, or the first and third Monday or whatever, right? Um, And so that's the first thing. And the reason for that is because you want everyone to at least hear about like the announcements, to have access to some training and support. It's a group setting. So you're able to have, you know, a larger influence and impact during that one hour of time versus like taking the time to mentor and coach like one or two or three people, right? So that's the first thing. Um, The second thing I would encourage you to do is have almost like an action plan that you, you know, either, either, okay, so this could look a variety of ways. What I mean is have like a monthly or a quarterly kind of action plan on like how, what are the like IPAs, right? So either like a checklist um, or, you know, a, like a virtual party template. I, I created a virtual party template for my organization. And so that way it was like, it gave them a resource. I've also created content um, for my organization in the past. It was like, okay, I created like an entire month's worth of content. So it gave them a way to show up. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do this, but I think you could easily create an action plan where you say something like, okay, you know, here is your IPA checklist each each week. You know, here are a couple of suggestions for what to talk about on social media, right? So you could share like a couple, like an exa- a testimonial example, share like a product example, share a business opportunity example, and then share like a about me or like hobby example or something, right? So like give them suggestions and then have this like action plan because 
you know, while we would love to say that everyone's just going to show up and do it no matter what, a lot of people will not if you do not like spoon feed them, right? And so whether it is like a template or, you know, whatever, right? The other thing I suggest you do for the entire organization offer to everyone is an opportunity event. And I did these for my entire organization for several years on the first and third Thursday of every single month. I mean, literally it was like clockwork every single month. I would lead an opportunity event. We had, we created some incredible recruiting during that timeline. And it was a way for people who were not confident with recruiting, right? They were able to, you know, if I was like, man, I have all of these business builders or people that I could see as potential business builders, they now have access to something that I am doing for the entire organization. So no matter where they were on my team, they could invite their prospects and their leads to this event. And it wasn't like I had to do like 400 three-way messages, right? Like it was like, instead, I'm able to present the opportunity in a way that is attractive, that's short and sweet, I'm coming from the um, experience of having success. So they're able to hear from someone in this space and that's having success, you know, and um, it was a consistent thing I did. So my team knew like they could plan for it. It was, they could count on it, right? Okay, so those are the things that I would say, if nothing else, you're gonna, to support the entire organization, you're gonna have a team meeting. You're gonna have an action plan for your your team. And this could be just like an IPA checklist. Don't overthink it. It doesn't have to be like insane. Okay. And then you're also going to do an opportunity of event at least once a month. Okay. So the second place, the second group of people on your team are your, like your true blue, you know, your true blue, like they're always showing up to every team meeting they always are active every month. Maybe they earn the incentive every month, but they're not really doing a ton, okay? So maybe they're a little more than the hobbyist or a little more than the people that want their products paid for, but they, they're consistent, right? They're your steady eddies, your true blue, your, you know, you want to still show them some love, but you're not going to spend a ton of time with them because they're just kind of, they're not growing past where they are. So this group of people, you are essentially, you need to have a connect, connection at some point throughout the month. So these are usually the people that I would say, I mean, you know, if you can make it a priority at the beginning of every single month to message everyone on your team, whether it's through Project Broadcast or you just take the time and message everyone, I think it would be great. The first through the third of the month is a great time to reach out to people, okay? But those people who are your steady eddies and your true blues, they at least need to hear from you one-on-one, okay? But until your team is like massive. So I'm talking like if you have an organization of like one person on your team to like, you know, I don't even know. I'm I'm thinking like personal recruits. And this is something you can teach your leaders. But there comes a time when it's just not realistic, right? For you to message every single person on your team unless you do something like project broadcast, which that's a whole other thing, (laughs) but I would recommend it because that's what I did. Um, But message them at the beginning of the month, 
and check in and say, how are things going? I would love to hear, you know, what are your goals for this month? How can I support you? Um, you know, what are you most excited about? Whatever, right? Just a connection. Like, how can I support you at the beginning of the month? Because if you reach out to them in the beginning of the month, it makes it about them. And if you're only reaching out to your team at the very end of the month, you're making it about you, right? And it's kind of like this desperation act or whatever. So just at least have a touch point with them, okay? And the, you know, the thing is, some of these people, if they are ever making you feel like, you know, oh, you, you're getting this sense of like guilt or like shame because maybe you don't, they're saying things like you don't give me enough attention or time or you're not helping me or maybe you just for whatever reason are feeling that way. I just want to encourage you that, you know, first of all, that's probably not the only time someone is going to say something like that to you because I can't tell you how many times I had people tell me I was a bad leader or, well, I shouldn't say that. I've only had it happen a couple of times, but I had it happen where people expected one thing of me and I, and, and I was like, that's not how I work my business. I'm not going to hold your hand, you know? Um, and it wasn't because I didn't want to, but it was because this is how I paid my bills, you know? And so you have to decide if there is someone on your team that is what what um, John Gordon would call, if you read the book Energy Bus, which you should go read it if you struggle with this, but he called them energy vampires. So if you have someone on your team that is literally sucking your energy and like when you finish working with them, you are exhausted, you're overwhelmed, you're feeling terrible because they're just constantly complaining or bringing you down. I don't care what they are contributing to your team, it might be time to bless and release or limit, like majorly limit and set a standard for your time working with them and how they treat you. Because the way you allow people to treat you is they're just going to continue to do that. And so you can't go very far when you have all of your energy being drained because someone is like, you know, messaging you 50,000 times, which is another reason why you have got to figure out how to attract and convert actual business builders, because those are the people that want to run with you and you're not having to drag and chase around and solve a problem for. And instead, your business builders are people that you're excited to work with. They give you energy. You, you light up. You, your, your energy is like, you know, exploding with light after you have talked with them because you're so excited and ignited, right? And so it, if at any point that happens to you, it might be why you're struggling to either recruit or want to invest in business builders with your time because maybe you feel like, oh, I've been burnt before and these people are crazy and I don't want to, you know, like invest all this time and be exhausted because I'm trying to help somebody else, right? So... Those group of people, they have access to everything, right, that the first group has. They have access to the team meeting. They have access to whatever, you know, action plan you create, as well as, um, you know, just anything that you support the organization as a whole, right? Like, they're going to also have access to it. But those people might be the ones that you say, you know what, I'm just going to make it a priority to check in with them once or twice a month. Like, just give them a little love. Okay. And then the final group of people are your like performers. 
and they are, or you're like brand new people. These are the ones that require a li- and deserve a little bit more attention. So like when you're onboarding someone or you have someone who is performing, you know, they are going above and beyond. They're showing up to everything. Their numbers are reflecting the, you know, what they're telling you they're doing, right? They're, they're submitting the parties, they're recruiting, they're getting the sales, they're promoting, they're doing all of those things. And so it's like, those are the people, in my opinion, that deserve the most amount of your individual attention, because they are also the people that are contributing the most to your overrides, right? (laughs) You know, that saying, it's like, 20% of your team will contribute to 80% of your paycheck if you are working the business and leveraging the compensation plan as a leader. And that is 100% true. That is what happened for me, you guys. Like over 80% of my paycheck was based on overrides. And it's a direct link to the impact and the influence and the support that you give to your team. And while we love that other 80% and we're grateful that they're there and we're not like dismissing the fact that what they contribute to the team, you know, you also have to recognize that you can't give them a ton of your time. You want to give work with the willing, right? It would be like planting a bunch of seeds in a garden, a garden, excuse me. And, you know, you have all these tomato seeds that you're plants that you've planted and you go out there. And you water all of them equally, okay? And you're weeding all of them equally in the beginning. And then after like, you know, I don't know, a couple of months, you start to realize, or a couple of weeks even, you're like, man, you know, this one plant over here is really struggling. It's not doing so well. And you do try to give it a little attention. But if all you did was paid attention to that one plant and never watered and nurtured the other plants, right? Think about how many tomatoes you would miss out on. It's the same concept with your business. You can't focus on the ones that seem the neediest when you have all these other plants, right? Seeds that you've planted, like new team members or performers on your team that are like, hey, don't forget about me, right? Like I'm willing to continue to thrive and grow and I want to be nurtured and to be loved on and to be poured into, right? But they're not going to grow very far if you're not doing that. And so this last group of people, one way to really identify them is to, first of all, like I said, the results, of course, based on their actions, but also something that I've always done, or not anymore, of course, but, you know, in the past (laughs) when I was in the field, I would always do something um, that was kind of like a you know, opportunity event for my team, basically presenting the compensation plan, presenting the, the, the leadership abilities and opportunities in, in like a format of, it was like a team meeting. And, you know, in the pampered chef world, they called it, get the more you're looking for. I've called it get more in like 2020 or get more in 2021 or whatever, or, um, you know, uh, we would call it just all these different names. But the point is we would basically market to our team 
the opportunity of what could possibly happen, you know, what you could have, what's available to you. And so we would usually talk about the compensation plan, talk, give testimonials of leaders, you know, sharing their story. And you may be like, I don't have any leaders on my team to share their story. Well, first of all, you can share yours. <laughs> or the second thing would be ask a guest, you know, either a sister business bestie, like a sister director or leader on your team or a business bestie or somebody, you know, in our community, you know, like if you know someone in, a, in the same business as you that has had success, reach out to them and say, hey, would you be willing to come tell my, give your testimony to my team and share how this business has helped them financially? And then, you know, money talks. I would always share like paychecks within my team because, you know, obviously per like the FTC guidelines, you don't want to post like paychecks and give any like disclaimers or whatever on like social media, but within your team, you can share like, Hey, here are the stats of this person. You know, here's the in count. Here's the, you know, their sales, the organization volume, and this was their paycheck, right? You can share those kinds of things. And Money talks. Money is a motivator, guys. And I would always share that. And there would always be people that would get so excited and inspired. And I would I would ask them to dream, like, what would you do if that was your paycheck? You know, how, how would that bless your family? What would you pay off? What would that money go to, right? And I would ask them to, like, write it down. And then at the end, I would always have a call to action, okay? So this meeting was available to everyone on the team right? This opportunity for growth was available to everyone on the team, but I would have a deadline and I would say, okay, by, you know, 24 hours or 48 hours, I want you to fill out this Google form and commit to being a part of our, you know, director bound or aspiring leaders group or, you know, whatever you want to call it, like six weeks to success or, level up your leadership, you know, level up to leadership or whatever, right? Like you can literally call it, I've called it business boot camp. There's a thousand names, but the point is you're getting their permission to put them into an accountability group. And this can look like, you know, you guys meet once a week on zoom, you can set up a group on Voxer, set up a group on Messenger or Marco Polo, text, whatever you want to do, but you have some kind of accountability piece that you're going to pour into that group of people. So in the beginning of your business, it might be one person, you know, that says, yes, I want to do that. It could be five people. Eventually it'll be, you know, 75 people on your team that says, I want more. I want to grow. And while that's an incredible feeling, you cannot pour into 75 people one-on-one. -on -one. You just can't and run your business effectively. And so one of the ways that I prioritized in the past mentoring business builders was to set up a group chat of some kind. I've done Marco Polo. I've done, um, you know, Messenger was my most, like probably my favorite way because it was like on my walk every morning. I would like send a podcast recommendation or send some kind of accountability or do a check-in or whatever. And then we would always meet and discuss some kind of, you know, something that would push them forward, right, towards the goal of promoting. And so this was my way to, I didn't feel guilty about picking or selecting people who I would prioritize as a business builder and mentor because they opted in. These people said, yes, I want more. And they would have to fill out the Google form, had the, that was their commitment, right? 
to basically saying, I'm willing to commit to this six weeks of accountability to grow my business or this four weeks or, you know, eight weeks or whatever you want to do, right? To grow my business. And I'm willing to be a part of this, take action. And the goal was always like a promotion or something, right? Like it was like, okay, by the end of the six weeks or by the end of the four weeks or whatever the timeline was, the goal was you were, they were all set. They all said, I'm working towards, you know, director or Ruby or what, you know, whatever the title was, it was a very specific mile marker. And, you know, I had a lot of success doing this and I never once felt like I was leaving people out on my team because it was their decision. And I would always tell them, Hey, look, if now is not the time for you, like that is totally fine. If you're like, I am not committed to growth right now because I have too much going on in my life and I'm afraid that I'll make excuses or I'm afraid that I can't show up, you know, and do the work and I'd rather do it when I have the time. I would give them permission to say, that's okay. Like, we're going to do this again. Like, we're going to do this again in a month or we'll do it again in six weeks or whatever, right? And the couple of years when I was consistently offering this leadership opportunity, you know, there were people that would go through it um, in one season and then not the next and, or, you know, or they wouldn't go through it the first couple of times. Then all of a sudden they wanted to go through it. A lot of times it was newer people going through it or people that were like my leaders that would say, I want to re-promote. I need to build back up my personal business or whatever. Right. There was a variety of people that would go through this, but I never had any sense of concern for the people that weren't included because they chose not to participate. So if you ever struggle with how do I know who to work with and what to do, like you up front get to set the standard and the expectations and say, hey, we're going to do this, this, you know, exclusive mastermind, this exclusive training opportunity to level up your business. And if you want to be included and invited, here are the standards. Here's what I expect of you. Right. And you get to decide what are the standards and what what is the like, quote unquote, curriculum? Like, what are the topics that you're going to cover? And then you're marketing that to your team. They get to make the commitment. And once they do, then that is who you focus on. You have these other things. You have these other funnels. You know, everyone has has access to your onboarding. Everyone has access to your team monthly team meeting. Everyone has access to an action plan or whatever, you know, or if you do a Monday message through Project Broadcast, right? You can send that to everyone on your team. Like there are lots of things you can do to still support everyone. But the people who say, I want to grow and actually act on it, they get your attention. And so, you know, in this time frame, when you're working with these business builders and you're developing them and all that, you know, there are going to be people that say, I want to promote blah, 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 blah. And they'll never promote. I'm sorry. It's just, that is just going to happen. But, okay, because you are creating a community and a culture of accountability, there will be some in there that do more in their business and with their business and improve that they would not have done if they had not been in that, you know, in that group. And so 
we're not going to resent or be upset or frustrated when people don't promote, but we're going to recognize that like, if I'm consistently offering something like this in some form of accountability over time, inevitably, right? Because numbers, I mean, it's all about the numbers, right? And the relationships and the connections and the opportunities. And if you have all of these things in play, you will eventually develop leaders. It is bound to happen. So if this is something you are like listening to all of this and you're like, oh my gosh, I like know that I need all of these things. I need all of these systems. I need all of this support. I need to figure out how to find my ideal business builder. Then Multiply 2.0 is exactly where you need to be. And I cannot stress this enough. I mean, we had last month um, at the time I'm recording this because I'm recording a bunch of stuff ahead of time. We had a client who earned her very first incentive trip. Like this is the kind of results people are getting. We had a client who she triple or double, maybe it was double promoted in her business. I had a, we had a client who got a like twelve hundred dollar uh, bonus paycheck, right? Like we had a client who brought in over twenty recruits. I mean, this is, these are the kinds of results that our clients are getting. And it all comes from the way in which we coach. It's different. It is so different than what the majority of leaders and companies and coaches are teaching you. We focus on the business builder. You are going to go so much further in your career and the success that you have is going to be so much greater when that is what you start with. You don't start with the products. You don't start with the, you know, um, the party or hosting. You don't start with transformation. You focus on business builders. Now, all of those things have a place. But the the success, the rate at which you have success. So the so the determining factor, I guess, in how far you go and how fast you go is based upon your ability to find, attract, convert, and develop business builders. So if you listen to this entire episode and you are thinking that is what I need to do, it might just be time to finally say yes to Multiply 2.0. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.